Welcome back to another episode of Extra Credit, a weekly podcast from the National Association of Credit Management, where you can expect to hear from different credit professionals each Friday, while you stay informed about the latest in the B2B credit world. My name is Anna Caroline Caruso, an editorial associate here at NACM. Now let's dive into this week's top stories. First, we're taking a look at how to train future credit leaders. Companies often spend extensive time, effort, and resources during the hiring process to find the best fit possible for the job. But the work doesn't stop once a candidate accepts an offer. Amanda Buskill is an accounts manager at Gexpro. She says the onboarding process is equally as important to ensure a new employee is successful in their role. I don't think people realize how important the onboarding process is especially for retention. If the onboarding process is chaotic, that new person is going, oh, there's the door. I'll see you later. It makes a huge difference how comfortable and how well organized those first couple of weeks are. According to a recent e-news poll, 46 percent of respondents described their credit department's onboarding process as meticulously detailed and documented, while 27 percent describe it as learning on the fly or loosely documented. But an effective onboarding process can set a positive tone, improve performance, and help new credit staff quickly reach their full potential. But an unorganized or non-existent onboarding process can waste a lot of time for both the company and any new employees. Buskill says having a written standard operating procedure, or an SOP, can be a game changer. It does not matter how intelligent your new person is how fast of a learner they are, how much credit and collections experience they have. That first week or two, you are thrown so much new information when you enter a new job. Nobody can can remember all of that. It's good to have those SOPs in place where you can fall back on those. You know you don't have to memorize what somebody's telling you in that second. Check out the most recent e-news for the full story. Having some form of a succession plan in your credit department can help in both the short term and long term. Mary Moore is the director of credit at Southern Carlson. She says a succession plan can start with teaching fellow credit professionals the basics of your position. We have been really careful to make sure that more than one person knows what the other person is doing. So in case something happens, of course, right now with the ever-changing job market, somebody else can, you know, step up to a position or step in and help were needed. Um, So we're never stuck in a position where we go, oh, nobody else knows how to do that. But some skills are more difficult to teach others quickly, like speaking Spanish to international customers. We have locations in Mexico, so I have to make sure I do not speak Spanish. So we were just talking about this earlier. I need to make sure I have a backup that someone else understands what she's doing. Because if she leaves right now, I would, I, I don't have anybody else in that position to do that. Keep an eye out for the September issue of Business Credit Magazine to learn more about succession planning. Next, we're looking at tips for building a close credit team that works together to tackle big projects. Dave Melinda is a speaker and best-selling author of the book Growing on Purpose, the formula to strengthen your team and improve your customer experience. He says in order to build close relationships between team members, you need to foster respect. I, years ago, started calling my team my internal customer and then the client an external customer. And we did that so that we could understand the importance of the team. 
I mean, they're equally important to the customer. So if you look at your company right now and you don't have the same emphasis, you don't make the same concessions, you don't um, give them the same get out of jail free cards, you don't give, you know, all those things that you give your external customer. If you don't do that for your internal customer, then um, you're going to have a team that is not going to be nearly as uh, engaged and motivated as, as possible. Be sure to register for Melinda's complimentary author chat on Thursday, July 21st to learn more about strengthening your credit team. Other webinars happening next week include predictive default risk modeling on Monday and the critical first step in managing the mechanics lien process on Wednesday. That's all for this week's episode of Extra Credit. We'll be back next Friday, but until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn.